Are your kids at school today? Mine are not, so wish us well. It's President's Day here in the United States, and here at my house, we are all nursing colds, so sin soup stat. Today, by the way, is Monday, February 17th, and I hope that you're well, and I hope you've escaped cold season and eluded the flu. Hi and hello. You have found the podcast for moms who don't have time for podcasts. I won't try to sell you an e-course, and this isn't a TED Talk. Think of me as your internet bestie as we share recommendations, laugh about the ridiculous things we see online, and cheer each other on. I'm Indiana Adams, and today, by the way, is the short and sweet podcast that hopefully brightens your day. I know you have a lot on your to-do list, so thank you for letting me come alongside you as you get stuff done. I am so glad you're here. So President's Day is pretty weird, right? My kids have the day off of school, but Chris does not have the day off of work. I feel like it's like the debit card reader. Are we inserting or swiping now? Any chance we can all get on the same page here? President's Day has one of the stranger histories of any U.S. holiday. I mean, outside of Groundhog Day, obviously. President's Day started simply as a celebration of George Washington's birthday every February 22nd, before officially becoming a paid federal holiday back in 1885. It wasn't until 1971 that we started celebrating it on the third Monday of every February. That developed thanks to the Uniform Monday Holiday Act, which stated that a number of current federal holidays would be moved to Mondays so that everyone could have a three-day weekend. Thank you, Congress. And contrary to popular belief, no, the move had nothing to do with combining Washington's birthday with Lincoln's birthday, which is on February 12th. It gets even more interesting when you learn that President's Day isn't even the official name for the holiday. According to the U.S. federal government, the holiday is still technically just called Washington's birthday. It's the individual states that have deemed the holiday President's Day. And for some states, it's President apostrophe S Day as in George Washington's day. In some states, it's President S apostrophe day, as in a specific number of presidents day recognition. And in some states, it's presidents no apostrophe day, meaning it's the day to celebrate all POTUS past and present. And, and since states can pick whether or not they even recognize it, what's actually being celebrated varies depending on where you are. In Alabama, and y'all can verify this if it's true or not, in Alabama, for instance, they recognize George Washington and Thomas Jefferson on President's Day. Meanwhile, in Illinois, Honest Abe's home state, Lincoln gets his own day on February 12th, and in states like North Carolina and Iowa, no official holiday is on the books. In honor of President's Day, here are three things that I learned about presidents. Number one, it's true. Harry S. Truman's middle name is S., The S does not stand for anything. His middle name is the letter S. Two, Gerald Ford was a male model who once graced the cover of Cosmopolitan. And then three, three presidents have Grammys. What? Barack Obama won a Grammy in 2006 for his voice on the audiobook Dreams from My Father. Bill Clinton has two Grammys, one from 2003 for a group recording of Peter and the Wolf and another for his 2004 spoken word reading of his book, My Life. But Jimmy Carter? That guy has three Grammys. Our Endangered Values, America's Moral Crisis, one for a spoken word in 2006. A Full Life, Reflection is at 90, one in 2015. And Faith, A Journey for All, one in 2018. But as we were talking about this episode at dinner last night, my kids also wanted to share some facts about presidents on today's episode. 
Hi, this is Jude, and I will be sharing three presidential facts. One is that Pierce got a ticket for speeding on the road, and Theodore Roosevelt's children were called the White House Gang because they would slide down the stairs with cookie trays and go roller skating in the house. And then here's the funniest one. Woodrow Wilson would put sheep on his lawn to keep to keep the lawn from getting long. And one of his sheep liked to chew tobacco. That's, that's weird. I know. Hi, my name is Caroline. And my three presidential facts are that Abraham Lincoln is the 16th president and George Washington is the first president. And we celebrate them on President's Day. They were, and they were both very honest. Hi, this is Lucy, and my three facts about the presidents is that George Washington cut down a cherry tree, and some of the presidents died, and and some of them didn't die. There you have it, folks. Some presidents are alive and some are not alive. So happy President's Day, no matter who you're celebrating. (music) President's Day is allegedly the best time to buy a mattress. So if you need one, there's some good deals out there. Clark Howard has a giant list of President's Day sales, mattresses included, that I will link in the show notes. But here are some not on that list that caught my eye as I was perusing the internet. Anthropology and Loft are 50% off sale. No code necessary. This ends today. J. Crew and J. Crew Factory are also 50% off sale and 30% off almost everything else. Code is weekend and ends today. Airy is 50% off all bras and bralettes. Bikini tops and bottoms are buy one, get one free, and they're doing 10 pairs of underpants for $35, which is a crazy good deal. I mean, that's $3.50 per underpants. That's, that's great. I have linked all these good time, good deals in the show notes at todaybytheway.com slash episodes. And if you spot a good deal, would you share it on today's Instagram post for our community? For today's Sponsor Spotlight, I'd like to introduce you to BetterHelp. BetterHelp is the largest online counseling platform worldwide. My marriage has greatly benefited from receiving help from professional counselors, and I've recently decided to talk to someone at BetterHelp to help me process some some just general restlessness and emotional implications of some of my recent health issues and my inability to sleep. I've been meaning to go to counseling for a while now, but it is hard as a mom who has very little free time and limited childcare. That's what I like about BetterHelp. You can now get help on your own time and at your own pace. You can schedule secure video or phone sessions, plus chat and text with your therapist. It's private. I go by my initials. And there are 3,000 U.S. licensed therapists all across all 50 states who specialize in nearly every area you might need, including anxiety, depression, relationships, grief, self-esteem, and anger. After filling out a questionnaire to help you match with a counselor that you'll love, communication starts within 24 hours. And if you aren't happy with your counselor, you can switch free of charge at any time. I am eager to get intentional about getting healthier mentally. Best of all, it's a truly affordable option. Today, by the way, listeners get 10% off your first month with discount code INDIANA. So why not get started today? 
Go to betterhelp.com slash Indiana. Simply fill out the questionnaire to help them assess your needs and get matched with the counselor you'll love. That's betterhelp.com slash Indiana. Hey, did you get anything on clearance from the Valentine's Day section as part of our Today by the Way challenge? Provosto, a TBTW friend on Instagram, made me laugh out loud when she said she grabbed a beautiful orchid on clearance at the grocery store and then told her husband that it was a part of her weekly challenge. (laughs) I am happy to keep enabling you here, friend. I did as Chris requested and I got him a big bag of Valentine's Day candy and tickets to Six Flags. I didn't get the candy on clearance since it was limited edition flavors of M&Ms, but I did make a card that said, you are worth full price. If I'm feeling better, I'll run to Target later today and see what's left. Since I've been laying low and fighting off a cold this week, I have been working my way through my Netflix queue because I want to cancel it until season four of Stranger Things comes out, which will probably be in October or maybe in July if the previous three seasons are any indication. Did you see that the trailer for season four dropped on Valentine's Day? It made me pretty freaking happy. I have linked it in the show notes for anyone else who loves Stranger Things. So... Back to my Netflix queue. That means recently I have finished the docuseries Cheer, the Taylor Swift documentary Miss Americana, and I watched To All the Boys, P.S. I Still Love You, all three of which I recommend, but for different reasons. Let me first start with Miss Americana because I don't have much to say about it other than it's a good and easy watch for someone who respects Taylor Swift. I would not call myself a Swifty by any means. I have never been to one of her shows, and admittedly, I got on the Taylor Swift train pretty late. I climbed aboard during 1983 after admiring her from afar during the Red Era. The documentary was an easy watch, but but in many ways, it reminds me of someone's wedding video highlight. Like, it's a highly edited piece that still very much fits her brand's narrative. It's super flattering to her. But it also doesn't showcase her boyfriend or any celebrity friendships and just overall it just seems safe. Like it's a giant PR piece. But I will say that it's interesting. She's interesting. She's literally one of the most famous people in the world and I find it fascinating how she lives. We're talking private jets and paparazzi, but she also deals with loneliness and body image issues. So tune in if you're a fan, skip it if you're not. Okay, next is cheer. So many of my friends texted me to tell me that I had to watch this and that I'd love it. I actually have have a huge character flaw in that the moment someone tells me that I'll love something, I get dubious. I immediately think, really? Really? I do understand why people reached out. I cheered in college, which is funny because I did not cheer in middle school or high school. I actually have a huge chip on my shoulder about high school. I felt really... I just felt really uncool. I mean, do you get my Wednesday emails? Last week, I showed a picture. I had my senior photo taken with two of my favorite things. First, a portion of my stuffed Coca-Cola bear collection. Does Does anyone remember those? The plush polar bears in red scarves holding Coke bottles? Yes, I took my seven favorite ones and I took them to a portrait studio in my little hometown and I set them up on the floor and I sat behind them all proud for my senior photo at age 18. And for my other senior photo, I had my picture taken with my cat. (laughs) I thought this was completely fine. I clearly had no friends to tell me otherwise. Bless. 
I was acutely aware of my social standing at my high school and was very aware that cheerleaders were not only talented and athletic, but they are also well-liked and cool. I was not cool, so I never tried out. I did, however, join the Joel team. I think, if I remember correctly, everyone made the team. Either, either you made color guard or dance team, and we were part of the marching band. I loved to dance, and I would have danced in college had my college had a dance team. They didn't, and thankfully, I did not take that feeling of being uncool chip on my shoulder with me to college, so I checked out a book about cheerleading from the library. <laughs> I had my sixth grade cousin show me some sideline cheers, and I tried out for the college cheerleading squad and made the team. <laughs> so I loved the docuseries Cheer for all the obvious reasons, but I think cheer would be good for anyone, anyone. These kids had such a great story to tell, especially Morgan and Jerry. I loved their coach, Monica, and her huge heart. So I recommend watching it even if you don't like or understand cheerleading. You will learn a lot. Plus, you'll see why I want to hire Jerry on Cameo to leave me a voicemail of Matt Talk. He's the best. Finally, I did get around to watching To All the Boys. P.S. I still love you. And I'll preface this by saying that I haven't read the books and that I really loved the first movie. I know I'm about 25 years older than its intended audience, but I love romantic young adult movies. I imagine that I will watch The Notebook annually every year until I'm 100. When I was in elementary school, I really, really latched onto the character Claudia Kishi from The Babysitter's Club because she was Asian. In fact, I would say that my penchant for dressing loud and eating junk food was directly influenced by Claudia Kishi. My mom is from Thailand, and when I was growing up in the late 80s and early 90s, there weren't a lot of Asian kids in literature or on TV or in movies. I grew up in a small farming and manufacturing town, literally the town that inspired John Mellencamp's song, Small Town. It was predominantly white and very proud of its German heritage. I can tell you the names of all the Asian kids at my school the whole time I was there. Heather, Angel, Miko, and me. Four of us. So that's one reason why I really loved To All the Boys. I, I wish that I could go back and show it to middle school me, who never, not even once, saw someone that looked like me in the lead of a teen or a romance film. Writer Christine Lee said it better than I can when she wrote, What's especially great is that at no point does To All the Boys I Loved Before imply that Laura Jean is anything but simply herself. She is Korean-American, but the fact that she's not white is never presented as an obstacle to overcome. It's just part of who she is. The deliberately low-key neutral handling of Laura Jean's ethnicity and the fact that her race is incidental to her overall character arc is, to me, a relief. I agree with this wholeheartedly. Except, ooh, after that second movie, I think that I'm Team John Ambrose. I have a lot more to say about this, but suffice to say that if I had to choose a boyfriend for my daughter, it would be John Ambrose over Peter Kravinsky any day. But honestly, my long-standing position that Aiden was better for Carrie than Big means that for me, John Corbet as Dr. Covey just may be the biggest catch in the movie by far. All right, friend, that is it for today. In honor of President's Day in America, me and my kids shared some presidential trivia. I shared some of my favorite President's Day sales, and I'm taking advantage of that area one the moment I finish recording. I got to spotlight BetterHelp, the largest online counseling platform worldwide, where you can get 10% off your first month of counseling by visiting betterhelp.com Indiana. 
I checked in with you about our Today By The Way challenge to treat yourself to some Valentine's Day clearance, and I reviewed my last three watches on Netflix. Miss Americana, cheer, and to all the boys, P.S. I still love you. There are links below for you in our show notes at todaybytheway.com slash episodes, including a giant list put together by Clark Howard for president sales at a billion different websites. That's also where you can sign up for our Wednesday emails called This Week, by the way. And anyone who gets those emails will also be sent our very first listener survey this Thursday, where you can tell me more about yourself and how Today, by the way, can best serve you. Before I go, I just want to thank you and tell you to keep sharing the show. We just passed 50,000 downloads at this 10-week mark. If our listenership doubles from where we are now, we can add a Wednesday show. And once we get to 50,000 a week, we can go daily. We are getting there, and that's solely thanks to your recommendations. You are amazing, and you get stuff done. February is moving about 10 times faster than January. We are already more than halfway done. Can you believe it? I hope you're well, and I hope your family is well. Today is a new day, and friend, I am cheering you on.